Okay, good morning. Today's class is sponsored in the Zuchut of Omer Meir Ben Simcha to be free, both physically and spiritually. Also to have his Zavug, find Emetz, etc. Also in Fosh Shalema and Yerat Shemaim of our Yehuda Ben Zodaya, Oshri Masud Ben Shoshana Elior, Moshe Chaim Ben Julius Sara, Simcha Bat Sara, and also Shalom by success of Ari Yisrael Ben Simcha, Julia Sarah Ben Shir Masha, Shirley Masha. Also in success of in the Lunishma Yerachno Diana Matova Basha. Lunishma Yerachno Diana Magadali. I'm sorry. Also, God willing, success in Elisheva Rabba, God Yilvan Elisheva, Shavon Elisheva, Emel Shavon Reina Malka Matova Basha, God Yilvan Elisheva, Vizrat Hashem. This Tuesday night, we're going to have a class on anger management. And Mizrat Hashem, December 16th, is the big event in Brickle. Today is Zot Hanukkah. It's a very, very special day. Today represents above nature. Our sages say there's three things that we can get today, which is we're going to talk about, which is Parnasa, Zivugim, to find your soulmates, to increase, increase your relationship, and also to do tshuva. And it's funny, I was just thinking about those three things. I'm saying, what's the connection between these three things? When you do tshuva, you end up getting married. And when you get married, all your sins are forgiven. Many of you, personally, that's why we're allowed to get a, a bracha from a hatan. When he gets married, his sins are forgiven. And wealth comes from his wife. <laughs> so you can see, at the end of the day, it's all really, really connected. Tshuva, marriage, zivugim, and parnasa are all connected. This is what the Zohar says. Wealth stems mainly from the nefesh, from his wife. One who lives without a wife lives without a wall without wealth. Because the, the, what the Gemara is telling is very simple, is the Shefa comes from the left side of the soul, which is the Nefesh, which is a female, female version. And that's where the Shefa comes from. And this is where the Gemara Baba Metziah, honor your wife's in order that you become wealthy. Because the more you illuminate her soul, the more you, you receive. It means being nice to your wife, it benefits both her and you. Because you, this is why you, we can't be cheap. When your person's cheap, he diminishes her light. Puts fear in the house, diminishes her light. But when he gives her light, he gets the light back. This is the concept of honor your wife, and also the concept of the wife comes in the feminine aspect. So you can see how it's all all connected. The the finding a zivug, doing teshuva, and money. It's all all connected. And these these things we can all get today on Zoltanika. The moral teaches that the world was created number seven. Eight represents a world above nature. That means today we have the day above nature. Things that are beyond your, your, your nature. That's seven. Today is eight. Today anything can happen. And, and, and that's another thing. Very, very important. The, I, was, I went to a bar mitzvah last night. I got, you know, I'm getting up. And, and I was a little tired from the party, etc. And I said, well, Zot Hanukkah, I'm going to go sleep in on Zot Hanukkah. Um, we would, a guy trains his whole day, year for the, for the Super Bowl. And then he's going to go to sleep on the Super Bowl. And I was tired this morning. Tired. And I screamed out, it's Zot Hanukkah. How can I go to sleep? And God gave me this crazy amount of energy. This is how we use anger the right way, by the way. Scream. It's Zot Hanukkah. What a, what a day today above nature. Give me energy. It's exactly how you have to scream to your creator. And I could have gone to sleep in a minute. I was exhausted from the party and this and that. And all kinds of parties. But when you scream, Zot Hanukkah, and then all of a sudden this energy came to me. And, and the, one of the greatest 
prayers ahead today. So today is definitely above nature. Person has a limitation, today you can break it. Today you can break it. Today you have to plant a seed to break absolutely anything. Seven is nature. This is all about the Greeks. This is who you are. I'm limited. I can't do this. Eight is breaking it. Breaking this concept. This is exactly what the eight represents. And this is why uh, many Kabbalists say that what a, com- what a person can accomplish today, spiritually, higher than Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. I mean, you could see that the, the, the amount of depth is on today. This is today is a day to ask God to give you a miracle spiritually. The Ben Yisrochar says, the earlier Rabbanim says also, Hanukkah is very misugal for women to have children. And also, it's a goal to have tremendous shefa. A lot of material blessing today also comes. Because again, we spoke about it many times that Zivugim and finding a Parnasa. It's like splitting the Red Sea, which require a tremendous amount of divine help. Today, you can get that divine help also. Even it doesn't mean you're finding a Zivug, even if, you found, if you're married, to rekindle your, your, your relationship. That's also another way. You know, one thing is getting married, another thing is keeping the flame on. And you could see, married people want to keep, keep the flame on. Singles, just, they just want to get to the flame. So that's another thing. Keep the flame on. Keep the flame on. Constantly renewal in marriage versus constantly a rededication, rededication to God. Today is also a very auspicious day. More importantly, our sages say, you have to come back with love. Coming back with love, which we're going to talk a little bit about Lesson 38. What does it mean coming back with love? There's a big difference when I come back to my Creator and say, oh, I'm fear, I don't want to, I don't want to sin anymore. So I, because if I sin, I'm going to get married, I'm not going to get married, I'm going to lose money, and I, I don't want to be there. I just want to be in balance. That's, a, that's one type of tshuva. That's tshuva out of fear. But there's another higher level, is returning out of love. Returning out of love. When you return out of love, you double up. All the veirot become mitzvot. Which is a much higher higher mission. The Chazanish also says that today also miracles can repinchas of courts. Said Zot Hanukkah is mesugal for parnasa. Person can have a lot, tremendous parnasa today. Tremendous opportunities. Remember, it takes one phone call to be rich or poor. That's it. One call. One phone call. One introduction. Don't come with a limited mindset. Sometimes we don't believe in these miracles, so the miracles can't come in. That's another problem. The heaviness, the heaviness of our own thinking. Do not allow these miracles to happen because we've already said, I tried this last year, it didn't work. Well, you tried last year with one leg and, 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 and you didn't really intend. It's another thing. We have to be very, very careful. There's a lot of stories going on. You know, I hear all day long stories. Stories, stories are created out of imagination. When you're living in the moment, you don't have stories because you're creating reality. So we have to get rid of all these stories. All these stories have to, have to go. There's, Imre Noam also says that today on Zal Hanukkah, one can marry bearing children and earning Parnassah. Basically, a lot, most of the sages are all saying the same thing. Tremendous, tremendous day for opportunities in these areas. And obviously, our sages say that the greatest display of faith is obviously prayer. So prayer and miracles are both connected. So just talking about, just a little bit about Coming back with love. Lesson 38 talks about what is really coming back with love. What does it mean coming back with love? Rabbi Nachman says in Lesson 38 that what happens is when we lose our faith, we start making, start having doubts. And we start making comments 
that unfortunately are not the best comments. I'm never going to get married. I'm never. When you create doubt spiritually, you're creating a problem because you're opening up your mouth to the Satan. Our sages say, do not open up your mouth to the Satan. Don't say things you're not supposed to say. Because what happens is you can allow those things. How do we know this? Abraham Avinu. How will I know? After Adivarim Ha'ile. You can open up your mouth. Your mouth becomes now, instead of helping you, it becomes now the problem. You blemished your Ruach. All of a sudden, the Yitzhahara, the, the Klippas can get into a person. A person can have a negative, negative wind spirit. A negative, what Rachman calls it, is a storm wind. A storm wind is a person that's constantly, constantly saying, this is no good, very negative people. They're always accusing everybody. This negative negativity that surrounds a person comes from this concept called a Ruach Sa'ara. A Ruach Sa'ara is created when a person all of a sudden blemishes his speech, such as negative speech. You can all of a sudden, from the Mahut, Mahut represents speech, because remember, I'm here in this world to do what? Crown the Mahuts. Elevate the Mahuts. Elevate God. Proclaim His greatness. But what happens is, when I use the same Mahut, the opposite way, to bash people, and to say nothing's fair, the whole world is, uh, is wonderful, and I'm getting, you know, I'm getting the crumbs on the piñata, then you're blemishing the Mahut. So you're elevating the Mahut, or you're unfortunately destroying the Mahut. And when you destroy the Mahut, all of a sudden what comes? You get a package which is called the klipa. And this is where he's saying here in Psalm 148, a storm wind that executes his word, to execute him and rectify him. And, and he also talks about here, when a person has this negative ruach sa'ara, he blemishes, he, he, de- he develops this agitation. You know, people that are negative, they're always agitated. They get pissed off over everything. Everything is no good, this is no good, every solution, there's a problem, every problem is a solution, or every solution, there's a problem to it just this all comes from a physical a spiritual spiritual klipa which is called storm wind from it comes all the accusations and tests it was after hadivarim after the words were came out we find that sin crouches at the door guard your opening of your mouth as Abraham uh, uh, therefore Abraham the Lord tested Abraham and like we're saying here, likewise, people who judge their fellows unfavorably and constantly scrutinize other people's shortcomings are all the aspects of this end of all flesh. They put an end to darkness. They scrutinize everything. Nothing is good. The storm wind created by man's blemish speech becomes a great accuser, condemning him and demanding his punishment for sins. These three klipot that are created, one of them is from speech. And Ramachman even saying here that this that a person with this negative heel, she has chills, shuddering, he develops an agitation and he's very anxious. So you can see there's actually a physical, a spiritual component that becomes a physical component, which is called the Ruoksara. So let's fix it. How do you fix this problem? Okay, now I'm negative. I see the world is, everything's no good, etc. Where do, how do I fix this? Rav Nachman says, just like you, you started the problem, you have to go fix the problem. How do we do this? We go learn Torah when it's difficult. You fix the, the speech. You fix the speech. Just like we cleanse a, cleanse a dish, you could only cleanse a dish the same way it dirtied. Fire is something that, that goes through fire, it has to go through fire. So the same thing with speech. Now you have to go speak words of Torah when it's difficult for you. You have to learn Torah when it's difficult. Le- learn Emunah when it's difficult. Not when it's easy for you. 
Because remember, you're in a negative state. So you're not going to feel like doing it. But you have to go now do it. It's the same way that the guy, the only way the guy fixes his, his bad exercise and eating habits is now instead of, he's got to put the Snickers down and lift up the barbell. <laughs> There's no other way to fix it. Put the Snickers down and start lifting weights. No, no other way to fix that. He has to use the same, instead of picking up uh, snack bars, now he's picking up weights. He still has to pick up something. That means he has to go through the same problem. Now the same thing. Instead of opening your mouth, opening your mouth to complain about your creator, now you have to use your mouth to praise your creator. Measure for measure. You can't, you can't fix it another way. Right? That's exactly what Nachman says. You have to go in, straight into the Gevura. Straight into the Gevura. Gevura means force. Straight, because you used your mouth, you became very forceful. You started using negative speech to go back into the same exact way. And this is what happens. When a person does this, right? When a person does this, when a person is able to now, this is why when you're in a negative state, I can't tell you more than another. I can't, can't tell you again. When, you're, when you don't understand something and something is and you're having a rough day, the things that are going to come out of your mouth when you're having a rough day are going to end up costing you. And you're going to say things you, you're, you're going to apologize for. You're going to say things you, you shouldn't have said. And you're going to feel worse. That's the day that Yetzirah has a hold on you. Those are the days to say, time out, I'll see you tomorrow, or I'll see you in two hours. Be careful, because when you're in a negative state, you're going to say things that you are, you're going to apologize for. And this is these things you're going to be more ashamed about. This is what he's saying here. Take a break, go revisit the negativity, and now go learn Torah, because you can't fix something you blemished with another thing, Period. It's exactly what the, what, the, what the Torah is telling us here. So what does he have to do? He says, The speech is rectified through the Torah a person studies under difficult circumstances, poverty, or distress. This is the aspect of the night. For then, at the end of the flesh rules, he put an end to his darkness. And the darkness is called night. You want to go put the end to the darkness? You have to go into the darkness, and you have to go now deal with that situation. And this is exactly what he's talking about, something very deep. You can't fix a fear unless you face your fear. It's pretty much the same message. I can't fix a fear without facing it. Period. Period. Bottom line. Face your fear and your fear will, get, will, will go away. Pretty much the same message. Nothing can be fixed without facing it. Period. Nothing can be fixed without facing it. And this is the same concept that he's saying here. However, for people fail to recognize God's kingship, then the malchut is blemish, and then the bounty goes to the klipa. You understand the problem? When we don't see that God's running the world, that we develop false ideas and false theories, what happens is all the bounty that we're supposed to get, we no longer get it. And that bounty now goes to the other side. The same thing with, 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 the, with the person. If he's not using his speech properly, if he's not developing, he's going to use his speech the wrong way. And this is the whole concept of getting. So first, the first step is notice that you're in a negative mood. Second step is right away, take a break and go find a way to either wake up early at night to learn Torah or learn a book of Amunah, learn a book on Test, learn a book on Lush and Haru, whatever you got to do. Whatever your problem is in that area, if a person's in a negative state, he has to completely interrupt that pattern. And the way to interrupt that pattern is when you rectify your speech by now speaking Torah, speaking good things, speaking positive things. 
And he's saying here, when he puts an end to the night, as our sages say, whoever studies Torah at night has a thread of love and kindness during the day. See what happens? There's actually a flip happening. Now you're no longer you're no, not, not not negative anymore. But now you have you have to, you learn you learn Torah, and the Torah at night, Torah when it's difficult for you, gives you chen and gives you love and kindness. So God gives you love and kindness. He gives you the he, he all of a sudden you woke, you broke your night, you rectified the speech. Now I'm going to open up your mind. I'm going to give you love and kindness. Loving kindness is the aspect of the morning of Abraham, as it says in the Zohar. The first light of the, was in the morning was the morning of Abraham, which is your time was yesterday. And when, when a person does this, what happens next? Then his speech is now re, uh, reinstated. And then all of a sudden, now when the, one elevates a spoken word to the source, to the Givorot, and begins speaking with the Creator, now all of a sudden he's going to be so embarrassed because now he's going to feel good. He's going to think good. He's going to be embarrassed over what, we, what he said yesterday. What he was talking about bad people and be embarrassed about all the lush and horror and all the negativity he had. He's going to be embarrassed because he has a new perspective and a new relationship now. That embarrassment, Reb Nachman says, cleanses you completely. You understand? What we got to do is we got to go from negativity to grinding to learn Torah when it's very difficult. After you do that, you're going to develop morning kindness. You're going to develop the morning mercy from heaven. Once you have that mercy from heaven, your head's going to be open. And once you start seeing things clearly, that's the time where you're going to say, Oh my God, what in the world was I thinking? What in the world was I thinking? What in the world was I saying? That embarrassment itself is the greatest form of teshuva. Because now you created a new relationship. Now when a person speaks those true words in his heart with the Creator and arousal for repentance, he realizes and recognizes his own shortcomings and the Creator's greatness. For until now he disregarded his sins and may pay no mind to it. But then afterwards, now he acknowledges, he becomes embarrassment. This is because embarrassment precedes repentance. You understand? Not shame, embarrassment. It's very, very important. Especially when we go through these ups and downs. We have to usually, what happens in, in the down, a person can get very, all of a sudden can develop very negative ideas. He therefore has to now break his cycle. But you cannot have repentance before you have embarrassment. Because the embarrassment is a sign of a new awareness. A new awareness will come to give you embarrassment, and the embarrassment is going to be the, the, the new embarrassment is repentance. And this is what is known. There's no comparison between a villager and a city dweller. The closer he is to the king, the greater his embarrassment. And the more aware of he is, the, king, the glory feels, feels uh, embarrassment for the king. But prior to repentance, his awareness was very limited. And his mind was completely clogged. And his face was, was down. For sin clogs the intellect and awareness. Because of a spirit of fool, he has entered him. As the sages say, a person only sins with the spirit of fool. When you recognize it's only, it was only your Yetzirah, that was causing you to do this. However, after when he repents completely, he frees himself from the foolishness. His intellect grows, he becomes embarrassment, and the embarrassment is shown on his face. And this embarrassment is the aspect of the light of your face, which is connected to the truth, which is connected to the tefillin. So when people finally say in their lives, and they say, you know what, I know what my problem was. I was running away from myself. I was running away from myself. This is exactly what happens with everything. 
when you face what you have to deal with in life, which is responsibility, which is elevating the malchut, you end up growing and God opens up your mind, you grow in das, and as you grow in intellect, you become more embarrassment. So a very good sign that you're growing is constant embarrassment. Not shame, embarrassment over what, what are you thinking? Your thinking only came because of the, 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 the sins you, in, in your mindset. This is what I tell people. They, first they tell me, when I started listening to I couldn't stand you. Now I love your classes. Yeah, the guy's embarrassed to tell me he told me that. I said, yeah, you had a very limited perspective back then, and you finally, things got bad and hard enough that you finally woke up. But many people say that in the beginning, they couldn't hear the classes, it disgusted them, they were throwing up, it was too much. But then when they came to grow, they're thanking me every single day for the classes. And the same thing, and this is the same thing, it's gonna get tough before it gets better. It gets tough before it gets better. But the, the key is, the way you screwed up is the way you have to fix it. You don't have any trust in God, the way to fix it is through charity. You understand? It's always measure for measure. The way you screw up, you have to fix it the exact same way. This is why the shofar cannot be fixed. If a shofar is cracked, Rabbi Nathan says, you cannot glue it with, a different, with another part. It has to be a shofar. It has to be the same kind. You cannot fix anything until the same. You know why? Because the ultimate tikkun is to be put in the same place as you were before and not sin. And not do that mistake again. So this is what we have to encourage people. We're thinking, well, you know, repentance sounds very heavy. It sounds very heavy. Today, the word repentance, it sounds heavy. Tshuva sounds, it's a heavy word. It's not a light word. But we don't understand that when you come back, what's going to happen is you, have, you, you come back with a new brain. <laughs> you come back with a new brain. You know, give you a, a class on neuroscience and, and brain waves and, and neuroplasticity. Yeah, basically God's creating neuroplasticity in your brain. He's opening up mochim. We have to, we have to market it better. But technically what's happening is, is you're getting a new brain. You're getting a new brain. So first remember, don't just thank Hashem for the problem. No, you have to deal with the same thing. Because when you have a Ruach Sa'ar, you have a Klippa, I can't fix it unless I deal with the same problem it, it, it got to. So the, the advice is, for that person, he has to go learn Torah under very difficult circumstances. That will create, that will give you the mercy, that will give you the, the, uh, the light from the morning. Like Abraham says, the, the person who learns Torah at night, he gets light on his face. That light of his face gives you the awareness, and then once you have the awareness, you're like, oh my God, what was I thinking? Then it gives you the embarrassment, and then the embarrassment ends up becoming a cleanser, and you come back greater than you ever did before, the, before you made the problem. So this is what Hanukkah is also all about. Coming back, but coming back with love. Coming back with an embarrassment. Oh my God, God, I can't believe I ran away from you every single time you took away money from me. I didn't recognize you were teaching me how to, you know, how to build my business. You were teaching me so much. And this is exactly what, what's supposed to happen. So may Hashem help us. May, help, may Hashem help us that we should all, all, all come back with love. And this is what Zot Hanukkah is. So when you come back with love, same thing, guys with the 40-day challenge, they tell me I'm crazy, they come back, oh my God, I have so much clarity now, I feel better about myself, I have better relationships, I found my zivug, and now they get married, etc. Before what turned out to be the problem became the solution. And this is exactly what we all have to do. 
Because there's one thing that's going to screw your mind more than anything, and that's this problem. It screws up your mind. It screws up your mind completely. You're trying to put gas in the car, and you're putting oil in the car. You got the, it, it just screws up the mind completely. And I can't work with people that are, their minds are just, it's just the negativity comes from there. That's why we have to recognize, the, you have to have the Torah learning, Torah learning, even if it's difficult for you, because that's the only way you're going to get that. That's going to jumpstart the car. It's going to jumpstart the car, at least to get the ball rolling. May Hashem help us all. We should all merit all of this, and we should all come to God with a new embarrassment. And that new embarrassment means a new cleansing. And the more we are cleansed, the happier we are, because we have more clarity, etc. Have a good day.